Those sirens aren't coming for me. But this podcast did not go as planned. I'm David Stringer, and this is Indigo Sounds, a podcast from CNSC. This week on the pod, we had Jacob and Keegan of Caveman Tapes stop by the studio. I originally planned to do a live pod with the Rejectioneers before their show in New Brooklyn, but due to some sound issues, we ended up scrapping it, and I ran into Keegan at the bar and said, hey, do you want to come, come on the pod on Sunday night? And he was like, absolutely, we'll do it. And they showed up. I told him to bring the guitars, so we ended up having a little impromptu jam session. And uh, it was it was really fun. It was a sort of different sort of format, and I think it turned out really well. And we had a lot of fun chatting. I think it's going to be a fun listen for you. So I hope you enjoy it. Let's tune in. Jacob, give me a little bit of uh, uh, vocals. Uh, vocals in singing or speaking? Speaking. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm here. I'm here. We're talking. It's oh, good to be here, man. Good. It really is so good to be here, man. It's a it's a dream come true, dream honestly. Come true. This is a this is a big moment for us, and yeah. uh, you know we're excited to be here in in sunny South Carolina. <laughs> sunny South Carolina. <laughs> at six thirty at night. So, so we're rolling. <laughs> All right, that, that was our intro. Oh, snap. Uh, scary. But the truth it. is, I, I want to tell everybody Sunday night again. This Sunday night thing is dark. It's seven o'clock. It's, what is it? Yeah. Seven o'clock? Six fifty-three. Might as well be seven, you know. And we have the cavemen here of Caveman Tapes. Uh, introduce yourselves though, because we're going to talk about the we're going to talk about the label a little bit, but Sick. it's going to be more about uh, y'all because like people can Google the label, right? I want to give them the shit they can't Google. I love it. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that for uh, all of our listeners. Yeah, today. Just in case Nardwar ever listens to this, right. do not yeah, Google. Do presents. not Google this. <laughs> do not because <laughs> you won't find any of this anywhere else. So yeah, do, I, not, do, do not go do to the, the Google. Why well, I already Googled you, so uh, <laughs> so do I know it. there's not a lot out there. Yeah, there's not. Ooh. There's not much to find. <laughs> How many police reports came out under my? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can I can oh. do. Uh, I'm not like a Taylor Swift FBI kind of person, but I. think I could be like the South Carolina music FBI. I think you just need to be yeah, the Nardwar of the South, man. I'm the <laughs> Nardwar of the South. I you have might a, already be. It. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have a newspapers.com subscription. So like, oh yeah, I can That's find any mention of you in the paper. Sick. That's mm. pretty rad. Uh, and Are we in the good. paper? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, it's only good for like uh, the world from like 1860 to 2000. Seven eight. I got you. So just, the right. good, just the good, just the good, just the good shit. You yeah. might be able to find. I got put in the paper in my hometown because I caught a large bass one time. Uh, <laughs> That's what happens in my town. You, wait, first off, what's your hometown? And uh, uh, tell us about this bass. Oh, uh, Winsboro. Yeah, you know where Winsboro is. Heck yeah, yeah, we like, know where Winsboro. Yeah. Is. Tell us about yeah. this bass. Forty-five <laughs> minutes up there. Do you have a Wendy's? Uh, yeah. No, we don't have a Wendy's. Our Wendy's got shut down because it was across the street from the high school. Yeah, and all the high school to work there and give each other free food so they couldn't self-sustain anymore. Um, <laughs> so they had to shut that Wendy's down. That happened to uh, Baskin Robbins. Really? My, they gave out too much free ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and that really sucked because that's where uh, everybody in my high school would go to fight. 
Oh, shit. Oh, nice. Basketball. Yeah, and everybody, like, we're, we're meeting at the ice cream shop. Damn. Uh, fisticuffs after the game. <laughs> is that what that means? Place. That's not like a sexual term, is it? No, it's like fist fighting. I don't know. Yeah, no, fisticuffs yeah. is right. Yeah. Yeah. Fisticuffs is like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how I imagine Doing that. the old, like, bully guy with a mustache. Uh, <laughs> one time I was riding in a car home from school with a guy who was in a fight or was going to be in a fight. The and then he made me duck down in the back seat so I wouldn't get involved in this. He's in jail now. Oh, I can see that. <laughs> uh, but we did. Uh, he invited me over, and I brought my drum set, and we tried to do like a corn band, a band that sounded like corn. Sick. I struggled Dude, in high school because I went from a Creed cover band oh. <laughs> uh, to a guy. I was struggling to find anybody to play with. So yeah. I went from that to... Uh, a guy that was trying to play corn style music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was anti corn at the time, though. Oh, wow. oh okay. Because, yeah. I mean, I was a Jimmy Eat World guy. Okay. Corn and Manson guys stuck together. Okay. So I had that to stay sense. away from them a little bit. I feel like gro- that makes sense. Like yeah. growing, <laughs> yeah. growing up is like learning that Jimmy Eat World and corn are both good bands. Exactly. In very different ways. Maybe. <laughs> well, uh, you, you, have to re- you have to remove the, the uh, remove a lot of it. Like once you pull out like all the music from Corn, like I'm good with them. All right. Yeah, uh, take out the guitar and the vocals. I, I will say I, I will agree with you on some because I like. Okay, so for Limp Biscuit. I like Wes Borland a lot, okay, okay. but I don't like Limp Biscuit. I think like, but Wes Borland can play the fuck out of a guitar. Damn, all right, like, all right. Yeah, he's a fantastic guitarist. Like, yeah, but I can listen to that dude all day. What do you hey. think about <laughs> Cowboy uh, Fred Durst? Have you seen oh, him lately? Dope. Yeah, I like, I the, like the new modern day Fred Durst. Best yeah. Yeah. Old dude, old dude, like normcore Fred Durst is probably so my favorite. So much better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love I love if he comes out there just like blonde wig, like a short blonde wig. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of just looks like a dude from a cul-de-sac yeah <laughs> he's and got it, like a zip like a quarter zip on yeah he's living he's so us. relatable yeah <laughs> and that's the fred we want yeah that's, that's, that's what we're we looking for dude yeah. yeah have you uh have you ever gone back and watched woodstock 95 yes. uh, like on yeah. youtube or anything <laughs> oh yes. yeah yeah uh, the one where uh is that the one where uh green day is getting all the mud, the mud fun yeah, on? That's yeah. The mud yeah. Show. i get it so 98 i think or 99 was the red hot chili peppers burned down Yep. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. that's when they burned uh-huh. it up, uh, and I don't. But th- I just am. So, I've always been so disturbed that Kid Rock was there and is mixed up in this, <laughs> and uh, I just I've always been the biggest Kid Rock hater. Like yeah. people liked him for a while, and it it made me mad. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you're being tricked. Yeah, he's not good. Yeah, he's he like, you're, being, yeah. you're being tricked by Limp Biscuit too, but at least they're good at it, what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> at least the music's there. So yeah, but right. Yeah, my I had to listen to a lot of Kid Rock growing up. It's my brother drove me back and forth from school in the morning, so it was Kid Rock or either Biggie. Yeah. So yeah, so I got like really, really good shit on one side, and then I got just the worst of the worst on the other side. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I complain, and I grew up in Rock Hill about the struggle, but the struggle. Had to have been even more real in Winsboro. Oh God, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a music desert out there. <laughs> and yeah. then Jacob, you're you're not you moved to Columbia. Yeah, I moved here in 2015. In 2015, yeah. yeah. So where'd you grow up? I grew up in San, uh, the San Diego area, a town called Temecula. It's like uh, 
like an hour from like downtown San Diego. Yeah. Maybe a little bit less, like 45 So you minutes. have a little Blink-182 in your blood. Oh, dude, I have so much Chula Vista Blink-182, <laughs> just gravy rolling through my veins, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dang, that's awesome. So you have a totally different perspective on uh, South Carolina music scene at all, in I, general. I, I would say that in some ways, um, it's also, I mean, it's a lot less competitive down here. You can actually like see, if yeah. you, like, it's cool. Cool in some ways, not in others, but mostly extremely cool that if you wanted to, you could get away with seeing every local band that there is. Mm -hmm. You know, if you really, really tried, like you pushed yourself to go to every single show or like, you know, like in Keegan's case where previously my case where we work at New Brooklyn Tavern at some point or currently, um, like if you really see that many shows, you can see every local band. Whereas back home, like there's so many that basically certain bands play certain venues because they can get in. Yeah. yeah. And you have to kind of like, if you miss a show, you might not see the band again, you know? Um, I think that's how it kind of was like 20 years ago here. Word. Uh, maybe. I mean, there was just, there was a lot of, there would be bands playing at New Brooklyn and then good bands playing at like two other venues in town. That's so sweet. Yeah. So you would have uh, at least an option and there would always be like people to, uh, like, who is that person? Right. You know, now it's, you know, them. like, oh, yeah, they, they're friends with somebody I'm friends with. Right. Uh, then it was, you kind of had to um, do a little maneuvering, you know, to get to know everybody. And it was, it was overwhelming in a good way. Right. Well, that's so awesome. It was a lot of uh, exploration. Um, so it was 2022, y'all dropped the Instagram post. Open for submissions. Yes. Yep. Mm. Gosh. So you're a little bit over a year old. Yeah. Well, Time flies, dude. Like, like April. Something. Last something year, like spring. I think. Yeah. 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 Spring. Yeah. It would have yeah. been April spring back. of last yeah. year. Time flies. Man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And since then, there's been you're on your ninth release right yes. now. Yeah. We just released our ninth release. It was the uh, Gamian tape yep. came out. Last Gamian Friday. self-titled, fantastic yeah. Yeah. record. Honestly, really good. Really I, good, uh, like goth post-punk kind of style. Yeah, it's a little bit music. dark wave. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's really it's it's cool. And so my favorite part, it, I think that. Like, listen, the easy story with y'all is the cassettes. Like, you're doing something that's niche, right. you know? And you're doing something that has, like, an online community outside of Columbia. But that's yeah. probably bigger than this. Right. Mm-hmm. And my favorite part about what you're doing is more the curated nine bands yeah. <laughs> that I can listen to, <laughs> yeah. which is Twin Toasters. And then you got Grocer mm-hmm. and... There was two or three that I wasn't too familiar with. Curly Blue was the yep, first release. Curly yeah, Blue. Curly Blue. Um, that was Jacob's. That was our first release. Yeah, actually. that was the first yeah, one that we was, ever did was yeah. Curly yeah. Blue. And then... Because you came to me with the Curly Blue release and was like, do you want to do this? Right. One? I was like, dude. <laughs> so that's so, how yeah. it started. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I started on doing Caveman... With, uh, I actually, it didn't even have a name at that point. I don't I don't think it did. I think it was just... I, want, I, I like tapes and I wanted to have bands to have like a piece of that to be able to put that kind yeah. of thing out. And I realized that when you're doing that, if you're doing more than like 10 of them on your own, you're in, it's going to take so long. Yeah. And Keegan, Keegan and I have so many special niche, like in, niche interests and stuff. And tapes is like the big one where we both have big tape collections and we both know how to dub tapes already. 
and uh, it worked out real good. I mean, we once we started working together on it, we started pumping them out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And y'all found each other from New Brooklyn. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, so I moved to Columbia four years ago, three years ago, probably about three and a half years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and I was real bored. Like the first year that I moved here, like yeah. I was just uh, working like a day job. Uh, so I don't just do the bartending thing. But I work for the government too. Um, I work with kids. <laughs> this, this sounds <laughs> so, like yeah. a song. Okay, yeah, yeah, but it's it's cool. Um, but but I was looking for something to do, and you know, New Brooklyn had just like come off of COVID, and they're yeah. like, "We're looking for people. Like, we need somebody here." And I was like, "Well, I need something to fill my nights up, and I want to get paid, and I also like to drink and watch music. Yeah. So this might work out." So I applied there and like started working out. But when I got there, Jacob was a bartender. Right. So yeah, but you would always play like good music That's over it. the the PA and stuff, mm-hmm. and then I would always be like, "Yo, is this like tennis club?" You'd be like, "Yeah, you know who that is." Like, yeah, you're the other person in this town. Yeah, pretty much. You're the other other tennis club fan. Pretty much. Uh, That's that's how I feel about a lot of things. Two dudes buying cassette tapes and VHSs. It's me and Jacob. I I think there's uh, there's there's ten or fifteen of us. Yeah, in Columbia, and then. Across the country, there's like 10,000, 15,000. Oh, yeah. I know, yeah. Which is the cool part about it all. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Multiplies. Yeah. So, what you, uh, you also release your own music. Yes, I do. On the label. Yes. Um, the plan is for all my music going forward, regardless, as long as it in some way would fit the demo, like our, our like audience. Yeah. Is to continue to put my music out on Caveman for the I think pre- even foreseeable if it future. Uh, you know, future honestly, audience. I mean, uh, there, there's no rules anymore. There isn't. Uh, and if there were ever any rules, it doesn't matter because nobody respects them. Right. So all rules are gone in music. All rules are gone. Uh, and the rules were made up by people who didn't know what they were doing anyway. True. Right. So like, mm. fuck them. Uh, <laughs> it's a new world. It's a brand new world. You can oh, have yeah. a tape label. You can release whatever you want. You can do. You can not put out a tape if you don't want yeah, to. Or, yeah, uh, we've, or just we've don't. never done anything like legal in this. We've never had anybody sign anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we keep we've things never, like, very you know, we casual. We don't own anybody's music or anything. Like, I said on I'll, the podcast <laughs> the other night, once it gets to managers and legal stuff, I'm like, it's no fun anymore. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. A, a good friend of mine told me that that uh, that runs a label told me like the exact same thing. As he was like, when they were like, whenever you kind of. Start getting to your thing where you have multiple chains of people that you have to talk to get things yeah. done. It's it just it's just a job. Yeah, it's just it's, a job, yeah, and that sucks. And I, I I think the whole issue with music in general is that uh, uh, people have tried to make it commercial. Yeah, right. Uh, when right. it's just um, it should be people gathering to play music. Oh yeah, people writing to pass down a story or a song or absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. You know. Just how it's been for the last you know, uh, all years. since humans yeah. have been mm-hmm. <laughs> right. doing this. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's been interesting to me. So Keegan, you play guitar too. I do. Yeah, and you write a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And did you pick? You picked it up. When you were, how old were you? Uh, like 18. 18. So, yeah, so I got late in the game. So, like, I don't know what I'm doing when I yeah. play guitar for the most part. Like, I never took lessons or anything. I just, so I started playing with a homie of mine in high school. Like, I would write songs, yeah. but I didn't have any music on it. And he played guitar and he started putting music on it. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, we'll do this thing together or whatever. So, did that. And then we both graduated. He went somewhere. I went somewhere. So, I was like, 
well, shit, I don't have a guitar player. I guess I just got to pick it up and start learning how to do this. So, yeah, yeah. so I picked up guitar and just started learning like the basics and everything. But um, yeah, I just wrote like all through college and stuff. I used to play a lot of shows um, out in, I, I went to FMU, so I used to play shows uh, in Florence a lot. Yeah. Yeah, like coffee shops and like other places like in What Hartsville, was uh, right one there. of the coffee shops? Um, so have you ever heard of Lula's over there? No, no. Yeah, so it's like a little like tiny But I want shop. people to, if it, or, if it still exists, so I want somebody yeah. to go there. Yeah, we love a name Austin. drop. Yeah, uh, my homie Austin actually owns These were in South Carolina, yeah. they, they don't get uh, name drops a lot. Yeah, y'all go to Lula's Coffee in Florence. It's dope. They got two locations, one downtown and one like a little bit more off of the... Yeah, and if you want to go down. on tour, you can drive over to Hartsville and go to yep. Midnight Rooster. Yeah, Midnight Rooster. There yeah. uh, there's another one there that I used to play called Crema. I don't know if it's still there or not. So yeah, but I, I love the that. name Lula. Yeah, Lulus. Lulus. Yeah, it's based off of a monkey. So yeah, the uh, yeah. guy who originally owned it, Tommy, he's like a dude that did like a bunch of. Um, Oh my God! What do you call it? missionary work? Yeah, yeah. And he went over somewhere in South Africa and became best friends with this monkey named Lula. <laughs> There's like a bunch That's of pictures so cool. of him, like feeding Lula like apples. That's like fantastic. Them hanging out. So yeah. He named his coffee shop after the monkey. <laughs> it's kind of adorable. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. That. That's a great. That story. makes me really He's happy. He's a good dude too. So yeah, he. Uh, but he owns another place actually called Effie Pops in Florence. So another shout out. So we gotta start doing there. jingles, man. Another yeah. <laughs> putting together. We putting might together write him. Uh, we write. So if they're still up, we've got to write him a jingle here they tonight. Go. Honestly, yeah. we might do it. Uh, what was your first show in Columbia? First show in Columbia was a couple months after I moved here at MBT. Okay, at MBT. Yeah, yeah. The first time I saw you was outside of Russell House. Was it really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow. So that uh, would have been just a couple WSC. years ago. Yeah. With, uh, I was playing with Paisley and the Birdwalkers. Yep, yeah. Yeah, that was a good show. I was working at USC then, and I just walked. I was like, I hate my job. <laughs> and, uh, what were you doing? Uh, all of the direct mail for the university. Oh, mm. no. Yeah, that's um, tough. Yeah, so we, we won't go into how I was tricked in that job. Thanks. <laughs> uh, it, it sounded really good on paper. Because yeah. I was the marketing manager of the... Uh, in the marketing department, I was like, "This is awesome." <laughs> Direct communications, and then um, I was like, "Physical labor." Oh no. damn! Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit!" They tricked me. Yep. Uh, and then I was too nice to leave for a few for a while. Oh no! Yeah, you got but that. The, you got the, anyway, the whole point of it <laughs> was that I, I would sneak out and. Uh, do fun things around campus. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> Go to the one events. of those was uh, watching. The live WSC show. Yeah, that was a blast. And then, uh, yeah, that was the first time I heard you. And I was like, this is this is good. It's probably pretty early for Twin Toasters at the time. I'm trying to think of what I had, what year. What, do you remember around when that was? Uh, tw- 19. Wow. Yeah. Dang, yes. That well, it had been- to have been 19 because it was pre-pandemic. Oh, yeah. Because the pandemic just sucked out two years of our lives. Yeah, then that would have been one of the first shows I did as Twin Toasters then, probably. Yeah. Probably this... I think that was like the second one I did as Twin Toasters. And Twin Toasters is just you. Just me. Are you going to... You don't want Keegan to play in your band? Keegan, oh, Keegan in uh, my band. I gotta see. I can't. I can't be having my my guitarist overshadow me the whole time, man. That, uh, okay. Well, you also don't want to like cross too many paths. You can't have a label, with a, you know. Well, a me, band. I mean, I honestly, the only reason I I started doing the acoustic thing with Twin Toasters was just because 
I just like, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have the time to play in a band as much. And then once COVID inevitably did happen, I went like head first into it because I didn't want to, I was like super careful. I literally did not leave my house for months and months and months Mm -hmm. at a time. Like I would have everything ordered. Um, Like I didn't see anyone I knew. So I just started continuing making music on my own until I ended up putting the actual music out. Very cool. Well, you would do like the online thing too, right? Like go live. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do a lot stuff. of like uh, Instagram live streams. Is kind of where I started toying with the twin toasters idea. I think yeah. I'll pop in for like a minute and then yeah. show a little support and then yeah. dip out. You drop drop like, a couple this is hearts. Too much, and split. This is too much social interaction. <laughs> for me. I can't do with this right now. Yeah, like, I don't dude, even I get feel that. six feet away from these people on the internet. No. <laughs> I mean, I completely forgot how to talk to people. Oh it's, yeah, it, that's real, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah it is that. real. Well, see, when yeah. I was going on live, I was just talking to myself. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, it makes it look it makes it look even weird. I mean, there were times I was going to do the live whether people joined or not. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I just kept talking. And stuff, and sometimes I would look up and be like, "Oh, there's one dude in here. Who is it?" And I'd click the, I click the little button to see who's like in I my life, and it would just say <laughs> error. <laughs> I thought it was a dude when I, it, it, when you go in and there's only one other person in the room. It's like uh, you you get out as fast as you can. Oh, absolutely, yeah, because they like look to see who you are, and right. then you don't want to like. What if they notice you? Right. Yeah, you don't want to be it's the terrified. Same we did, like, <laughs> it was a ton of fun. Like we did, I did meet like a lot of people doing that. Like there were a lot of people who followed me, um, followed my music from previous bands I was yeah. in, and that I had never really met that would join and just like we got used. I got used to having the same people in live because I would go like usually every night at the same time. Yeah, because I was just home. That was like my excuse to like force myself I to mean, practice. You had to have something. Yeah, you know. So I would yeah. be like six o'clock every single day. And I ended up like building a little discord with it and stuff. And yeah. just whenever I go live, I just be like, hey, what's up, John from so, Arizona? What social networks are you using like active on? Um, Twin Toasters or Caveman? No, no, not Twin Toasters. Just y'all in general. Uh, Twitter and, and Instagram mm-hmm. mainly. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, or X well, or whatever, you mentioned or Discord. X, like, do you have a Discord? I don't. We don't have Discord. The Discord I had was just from uh, from Twin Toasters, but I really want. I haven't figured out. I haven't figured out Discord yet. I, I don't know how to work it either. I've tried that too. I yeah, tried. I downloaded it. I can't. I downloaded yeah. this new <laughs> Laps app. Yeah, I gave up. It almost it made me have a panic attack within like ten minutes. <laughs> like, this is too oh, no. many steps. That's that's how I feel about threads. Have you tried threads yet? Uh, Dude, I, I thought stay far I was like, this threads. is gonna be great. Yeah. And then like I'm like, come on, guys. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Discord is awesome and worth it if you can set it up. Yeah. Like the only reason I did Discord for Twin Toasters was there's a band I put out a split with called Mildew, mm-hmm. and they're from Augusta and they're fantastic. Yeah. Um and. They had a Discord, and I saw. I was like, "This looks awesome!" So I basically just reached out to them and just carbon copied their Discord. I and love was that like, idea. Hey, <laughs> this is like such a good Discord. I'm taking this because you're amazing. Like, yep. Yeah. Um, no. I mean, I, I thought it, this will be great for me, and then I logged in. I'm like, I'm lost. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I don't know how to get. Around. I need a. I need a shepherd. Yeah, I need a Discord shepherd or something. Yeah, I had like a friend. Discord I'm like, shepherd. I don't want to accidentally like walk into somebody's room and they're like having sex in there. So I'm oh, like, I have no, no idea how Discord works. Discord. I mean, yeah. hey man, is it I haven't gamers, been on Discord in a while. Is it gamers? Who? Is it like well, gamers? Some of it's gamers. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. gamers. Gamers. But, gamers, um, gamers. Like I had a friend invite me to theirs, and like that's where I just got like way too overwhelmed, couldn't figure it out because I couldn't even figure out like 
the line of talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like a text thread, but it's like way more confusing to figure out because yeah. certain people will reply to other people and then it'll go under that, but then it'll be small. And you don't want to just interrupt yeah, somebody. It's yeah. like, who's this random guy? Yeah, right. they're in the middle. It's like, like yeah, it was, it's just super intimate. Like, so, I went in there once and then never went back. I bought that uh, <laughs> Xbox uh, sort of later in the pandemic and I started playing online for the first time and uh, played football online. Dude, there's like eight year olds like cussing me out. I know, dude. And I'm so embarrassed. It like makes me feel like awful. Like they're they're like, you're trash. Delete the app. Sell the Xbox. (laughs) They're like, David, it's a skill issue. Get off off this game. I have a. That's the funniest part is that I, I have a. My, my screen name is an REM song. Oh. <laughs> Not that they would ever know. It's just like uh, it's a completely random sort I'm of. I'm gonna phrase, go home and just know? start like Ooh. adding every like every username that relates to REM. Oh, yeah. Just like start like until I find you. <laughs> I don't. It's when Wendy G. And so people are yeah. calling me. They don't know if I'm a guy or girl. Yeah. They're, they're so mean to me. Well, like you're trash, Harbor Coat, 1993. Yeah, Harbor, exactly. <laughs> they're like, that's your fifth interception, Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> Delete the app. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, no. And then I played on like a team once where there was an, in the basketball game where I had one of five people. Oh, just yep. nobody passed me the ball. Oh, that's, I'm that's like, this sad. is like elementary You're school. You're like, it's like high school again. Yeah, it's like high school. <laughs> so I, I, I think that's a lot of my fear for Discord. Yeah, oh, I'm fair, my own fear, to get randomly fear. yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the, the internet is well. it's, it's still a little bit of the wild world. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I tried that with Warzone like a couple of years ago when I first moved here. Yeah. It was just like by myself most nights. Like, yeah, I tried that with Warzone. It was bad. Like yeah. people, like if you don't know what you're doing in there, people have no mercy for you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they'll just want to boot you. Like I got booted out of so many games because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> so y'all ha- just had the ga- gamine, gamine. Yeah. Uh, tape. Did it's out? The album's out. Yep, yep. we uh, yep. the tape launched on the day their album launched. And did they have a label for the album? Um, the album like itself, like a little album, yeah, label so for the album itself, is not on a label. I yeah. believe it's. I believe it's just self released. Yeah, um, I'd have to double check on that. And I know we just did it, you know, for independently with them. Yeah. yeah so y'all come in and you're like, we're gonna do a run of. 50 tapes. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And But we have worked with bands that already have a label, though. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, which is interesting. Like, Grocer, like they're, uh-huh. they're already on a label. Um, so, basically, we just had to ask them, like, hey, is this cool with, like, y'all's label? Yeah. They just had to check with the label. But, like, it was only, like, a there wasn't any litigation to it. It was just, like, a two-step process. Yeah. Because I think their label is the same thing of, like, us. Like, it's just a couple of people running it. Yeah. So, it's nothing huge. But, the dream. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. The thing where like oh yeah we're working with people who actually care about us <laughs> yeah um very cool so uh pick up your guitar my guitar yeah yeah i'm picking it up oh i'm gonna act like it's super heavy like oh, you can get yours right too king This is uh this is my first sort of jam session, so I don't even know what it's gonna sound like. I got the room mic'd. So Hell yeah, okay, yeah. okay, natural. I like it. Uh, you do a, a a minor chord progression. A minor chord progression. I'm gonna be well, uh, Keegan. You know you know what a minor chord progression? Well, no, is? You, yeah. So you you just started a little bit. 
Oh, I was just about to play Spooky Boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the Spooky Boy is the, what are the two chords in Spooky uh, it Boy? It is this, um, whatever you call it, this right here. A little minor leave it open. Fifth fret switching the uh, fingers around there. Um, and just to a G. Yeah. Uh, what's the talking song on uh, the new album? The talking song. That is Greenhouse. Greenhouse. Mm-hmm. That was the chord progression I was talking about. But uh, I uh, I have a soft spot for a talking song. Hey, I get you. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Is that a country music uh a love of country music or just like I, a, I, a hey love man of it's Cohen. a love of a love of country music yes but also a love of like like Keegan said Leonard Cohen Daniel Johnston yeah, yeah really yeah. like old school um like DIY heroes of mine very cool so you what are uh what are some of the songs that uh how'd you learn to play oh, talk you talked yourself yeah I just did it mm, but what were you listening yeah. to Oh shit! This was like around the time of like that hard like acoustic like uh, like Iron and Wine era. Nice. So like a lot of like Iron and Wine, uh, City and Color, you know, uh, fucking Ava Brothers. I know how to play like nine million Ava Brothers songs. So the Ava so, Brothers, yeah. they're one of my favorites because they were uh, the hippest indie band. Yep. <laughs> in the South for yeah, a long time. In North Carolina. Yeah. And then uh, they turned into. The opposite of they, they, the the whole tide swung back against them. Oh yeah, because right. uh, they're they're playing like farms and uh, all around the south, mm-hmm. doing their thing. They're sort of like fast country. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was like yeah. it was like um, punk fast grass emo punk, punk grass. grass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then. Uh, and then they just hit hit gold with uh, one of their songs. Yeah, I'm loving you. Yeah, that I'm loving you. Oh, was that uh, that might have been who produced that? Um, that might have uh, been Rick, Rick Rubin. Yeah, Rick yeah. Rubin did the whole. So, thing. so Rick touches it, and then they're uh, yeah, and they take catapult off. into <laughs> the stratosphere. <laughs> yep, as he uh, has the ability to do. Yep, they start making all that trippy kind of shit. The yeah. time to do some of it isn't that bad. But oh no, it, I still yeah. listen to it. Yeah, uh, but it. It lost the magic. It did, yeah. Mm, yeah, it lost all the twang to it, too, and everything. Like, yeah. Mm, uh, Which is, uh, I never bad, Rick Rubin's sort of my hero, but, you know, maybe uh, he can take him back in time. Fair. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Rick Rubin, a producer of Beverly Hills by Weezer? Really? Yes. <laughs> I actually did not know that. Yeah. That's funny. Huh? That makes sense. Weezer's biggest hit also. <laughs> arguably, oh, that's, Weezer's arguably. Biggest. Oh, that's a bold. Oh, we, we can debate that. Arguably, I'll say it's their biggest hit. Like it's the one that you hear still on the radio the most. Uh, well, to be fair, I mean I, that is one I'd hear on the radio yeah. more likely than probably <laughs> Buddy Holly. Or yeah, have you? I would say it's played on pop radio more than anything. So yeah, Weezer's. Uh, so when they first came out, the uh, people were. They were sort of an industry plant, <laughs> seen as an industry plant because they. It's not like they were a band, like an indie band, for a long time. Yep. Like Rivers did, like a little bit. They all did a little bit, but uh, they. A lot of rock bands were mad at them, like they. They yeah. weren't like accepted, but yeah. then they were accepted by the younger, 
younger sort of generation. Yeah. They were like, this is the best thing ever. We yeah. love nerd rock. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, give me the reverse. They, the they kicked down, they kicked open the doors for nerd rock. Right. That was true. I agree with that for sure. Yeah, you wouldn't have a lot of that like mid-90s kind of like nerdy, weirder stuff without them too. Yeah, 100%. But, and then they do this and uh, the way that they've carried their career has just been... Um, there needs to be like books written about it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, because one time River says that how he writes songs is he uh, will play other people's songs, then Weezerify them. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that was like the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> and then so I'm like the biggest Weezer fan, and it's like Blue Album Pinkerton. Yeah. Or, that's it, man. And then uh, the Green Album came out, and. Uh, Every single guitar solo on it is a rhythm solo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it drives me bonkers up the wall. <laughs> because these dudes are ripping. No they're ripping on the first two. Like, they're, yeah. the guitar solos are just, like, everything I want. Because I hate jam bands. I hate, like, jam uh, sort of, like, rock. I'm, I like tasteful amounts of guitar solo. Fair enough. And I thought they were a very tasteful rock guitar solo. Not over the top. And then you're going to come in and uh, give me the the rhythm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All rhythm solos. Yeah. And that's where they lost me. They let you down. And uh, <laughs> there, there's, a, there's a good song. There's little nuggets of good throughout the rest of their catalog. But uh, when it's good, it's good. When it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, it's, it's bad. It's atrocious. It's, it's the worst. Yeah, it's like, it, it honestly just, more than anything, just breaks my heart. Yeah. Hearing bad Weezer just makes me so sad. Did you I'm see like, Weezer one time? I've seen Weezer four times. Oh, four times. That's why <laughs> you saw them at like a super secret show. Yeah, they did a, um, they put out a, what's it called? Everything Will Be All Right in the End. I think oh, yeah. is what it's called. Yeah. That, the last Rico case, or was it? He, he came, came back, back for the, and did yeah, it, yeah. I think it was the final Rico Kasich. Actually, it might have been the last one he did, um, come to think of it, um, which was, I think that was a great album, but they did a couple secret shows near where I was living at the time at uh, this place called The Glass House in uh-huh. Pomona. It's yeah. about like a like a 600 cap, I think. And uh, I saw them there, and it was fantastic. They were super duper good. So I was in San Diego earlier this year. Oh, yeah? And I went to a concert. Oh, yeah? I can't remember the name of the club, but it was... Um, um, it's one that's been there a long time. I got you. Uh, I saw Hunter Gex. Did you All really? Right. I, uh, it was a spectacle. All right. <laughs> and, uh, I've thought about it so much since then. And I, I still can't wrap my head around what was happening. Like what you saw. What I saw in the crowd mostly. Right. Because there was, there was a lot of normal, I don't mean not normal, well, normie. People, yeah. <laughs> not people with like froggy or something, right? Um, and then there's a lot of like cosplay froggy kind of stuff, yep. And then, uh, I just couldn't, it, it was it was so much noise, yes, yeah. And I felt like I was being trolled almost. <laughs> like, <laughs> are you, dude? If you like this, we're tricking you into liking this. <laughs> Yeah. But I know I don't think they are. I think they're genuine. Yeah. Right. But I just but I feel like it's a trick. I feel like it's a trick. Yeah. Because of um, they push it so far. And then I I, I think I made my corn reference earlier. I'm not a big corn fan. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, they go really into the metalcore at times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do y'all think this is good? Or like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, this, I'm overanalyzing yeah. everything. This is what I'm thinking the whole concert. So I walked out like thoroughly entertained. Uh, yeah, I bet. My, I, right. I, well, after I left the show, I was like, wow, I've been like deep dive into their music. Yeah. Uh, the whole culture of it all. The entire time. It's nice if you got to question it when you walk out of it. So, you know, like that's good like, art, wow. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it makes you keep thinking about it and you have to keep questioning like the purpose of it, then yeah. That's, it that's kept good me art. focused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what makes a good, a good art. So, yeah. Uh, I felt the same way after seeing Alex G this past year. So, <laughs> I get that. Except for. Where you said like there was normies in your crowd, I felt like the oldest person on earth at that show. <laughs> I'm trying to remember a runaway train. Yeah, oh, shit. but was, when I first heard that, because it, it sort of went viral on TikTok, mm-hmm. uh, the Alex She runner, I guess. Yep. <laughs> but uh, my mom saw it on uh, CBS Sunday Morning, and she was like, "Do you know this Alex She guy?" Right. And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> man, he's a, he's a great like watered down singer songwriter yeah. <laughs> uh, with some good melodies." Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't. He's like a. Um, I don't want to badmouth Alex She because I do. I enjoy listening to it. Yeah, man, he's a big boy through and through. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I've always enjoyed listening to it, but also enjoy analyzing it mm-hmm. and um, having watching music sort of filter down mm-hmm. from like a Leonard Cohen all the way to Alex She, mm-hmm. right, and. Uh, and then, like, in you have like a Paul Simon type who's mm-hmm. teaching like master classes and yeah. songwriting, mm-hmm. and him and Art Garfunkel are like tying together these harmonies that are can blowing everybody's minds, right? Yeah, <laughs> and that's popular music. And then now it's Alex She, yep, <laughs> who is all around the harmony. Yeah. Are all around the uh, staying in pitch. Yeah, but he's got good songs and he's got something to say. Yeah, you know? right. So I still appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's just uh, it's a lot to think about when you're sort of critically thinking about music these days. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I take Alex G and the weird country, not country thing. Like a lot of his shit deals with like being white trash. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. listen to it really hard, but like yeah. where it was just a hard part where I can relate with yeah. a lot of the stuff we talked about being white trash uh-huh. <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, you get it. <laughs> like, yeah. You've seen a lot of these weird things that I've like, I've seen growing up. Maybe not directly, because, like, I grew up in decent, like, homes. Yeah. But, like, I've been to these places you're talking about. I know these kids, like, that these songs are about. So, yeah, yeah I guess that's where it works for me. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it, it, I mean, that's the beautiful part about the music, mm-hmm. is that finding that relation. And uh, you, you see that a lot through the years, just through musicians coming up through the south of being able to tell the story, even with, like, a Tom Petty, mm-hmm. who's from, like, rural Gainesville. Yeah. sort of thing and trying to find his way and moving up and then like I gotta get out of here I gotta go to California mm-hmm. uh yeah I mean there's I, I that what you're talking about is what I call southern grunge mm-hmm. I had to I, I couldn't describe it to anybody the other day yeah because, but to me it's southern grunge oh yeah and there's tons of it <laughs> right. around here and 
It's not a sound. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's an ethos. Yeah, it's a feeling. Jordan it's a. Jordan Bosley albums like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sand Hill it's DP a. It's Southern grunge. It's a yeah. Southern grunge mm-hmm. album, and but you can't be like, or so, name five Southern grunge bands, and they're like, is, <laughs> is nothing? And I'm like, no, not like it's not really grunge. It's not yeah. about that kind of grunge. <laughs> yeah, it's about. Uh, it's just about. Like people, yeah, it's uh, the feeling the, of being it, from the deep, like, yeah, south. it's the yeah. feel, it's the things you see, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of iron and wine like that, there's like, a lot of iron and like wine, a lot of southern, just immature, like South right. yeah. Georgia, yeah, that's a well, very, you know, like, his, uh, you know, he's a Chapin guy, I didn't know that, wow, yeah, his, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure his parents taught at Chapin High School, damn, oh, I didn't know okay. that, uh, yeah, that's and cool. he grew up here. Oh wow! All right, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, same with Ben Bredwell. He's a Southern grunge guy too. So, oh nice! Mm-hmm. Uh, and there well, are a couple of those Charleston, guys are. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but they're he's from Columbia too. Or yeah, Midland. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, and uh, they all have that sort of um, the Southern grunge thing. I, I I'm the only one that calls it that because that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah, fair. I can't th- until I think of a better way to call it. Uh, just the way that. Um, and it has a lot to do with the music people are brought up on here. And uh, the thing, the unavoidable, like, country yeah. music <laughs> that is permanent. Yeah, the stuff right. that you can't get away from being yeah. young. Yeah. You can't. You didn't have that, though. Really. Not when I was that. not at that age, no. Yeah. Not until I moved here did I yeah, ever see are, anything like that. To live with, with did you ever, like, it. go roller skating or anything? No, dude. Here? Like people didn't roller skate where I was from. Like, I didn't, yeah. dude. I well, no people would roller skate, but I mean they would do it on the street. You couldn't find yeah. a roller oh, rink. Okay, no, you just like well, at least in my area, I'm probably gonna have like you know like people I know. I'm sure went roller skating, but yeah, there was not a, a roller rink near my town at the time that people would go to or hang out or anything like that. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So you didn't get all the uh, the achy breaky heart. Nah, man, my heart was uh, was. Not achy broken. <laughs> no, uh, for me it was the Travis Trick cover of "Take It Easy." That's oh the one wow! That I remember, like <laughs> hard from my childhood. <laughs> Him in the video of all the Eagles too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm watching that video. I just think it's like just his songs. I don't know that like all these dudes standing with him in these blue jeans are important. Like it's Don Henley. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> chilling there. Uh, I think Don yeah, Henley's uh, <laughs> sort of. I, he's he's a great to me. Yeah. Oh, God, uh, God yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he might be an asshole. Probably. Well, but yeah, it's documented of, that he is. Yeah. So yeah. I just I just ignore that. Yeah. And I just listen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Fair you got to be an asshole to have that many heartbreak songs. Yeah, if you were a nice yeah, guy, yeah. he would just have probably one partner and be a. That's true. Nobody would want to listen to anything he had to say. That's actually probably true. He wouldn't have what. Well, there would be no one last worthless evening for Don true. Henley. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> I don't think Kate Bush is probably an asshole, and she writes a bunch of heartbreaking shit. It's so. true. I'm just saying. Yeah, but uh, you know, some people are just uh, can't have that imagination. That's fair. And don't have to live it as much. You got a point. <laughs> So Jacob, you still have your uh, your plastic on top of your pit guard. Oh, you yeah, I'm did? playing wow. with it, honestly. I pl- I've been playing with it lately. <laughs> it's not a new guitar. I've had this guitar for a couple years. <laughs> you working on anything? Like new any stuff? songs? Any songs? Um, honestly, I just. I, I really haven't been playing as much as I would like to. 
I uh, just moved into a new place down uh-huh. in um, what part of town? In West Columbia, like not uh, kind of like on Augusta. So you can walk to work. Can you walk to the weekend. I don't. I wouldn't say I could walk there. I mean, if I needed to that bad, and I left early enough, I could. But I'm a lot closer now. Yeah. Very um, cool. Uh, what's the next uh, caveman release y'all are working on? Uh, right now, we don't have. Um, do we have? I was going to say we're not lined up right now. Yeah. We have a couple of uh, bands that we've reached out to that we're waiting to hear back. Um, but as of right now, nothing confirmed. Oh, you switched it up there. up on sleep I couldn't get indentured since the very crest of 17 I left my keys and broken dreams as Caroline waits for me Safer now, through every town, we'll light your way in reflective green. All the way, the entire state of Carolina waits for me. So that was a <laughs> 2000 Eris. It came out on a split yeah, it was EP. Like 2002. Yeah. 2002. Uh, yeah, ben Gebbard. Yeah. Um, very cool. 
And uh, I remember the first time I heard that song and where I was, which is wild. Oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's one of my favorites. And um, that was, it's so funny because he was on the verge of, uh, he wrote that and then he was on the verge of like dropping postal service. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was like sort of like blowing so up wild. this indie like uh, electronic rock world yeah. that didn't even exist. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the next uh, 25 years have been inspired by uh, that album. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I don't think there would be electric feel without uh, Postal Service. That's, that's definitely a group. Uh, <laughs> it, it might seem like a stretch, but I could fight for that argument. <laughs> I, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, so I was at the Rejection Air show. Um, on Friday night, and I was telling him the first time I ever saw a computer on stage at New Brooklyn was around that time, and really? it was a uh, Pedro the Lion. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like an old Mac, and uh, it was it was sort of a weird time when people were just like, how do we use computers in our music? Right. Uh, because everybody was recording on the freaking Tascam tapes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, full circle, man. Yeah, dude, yeah. people For trying real. stuff out. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you pulled that song out. That oh, was yeah. kind of perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of forgot I knew all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was trying to... I was like, do I know all three verses? Yeah, of this? I, was, I was trying to pull and the And then I was, I was like, okay, like cool. is there a bridge? And I was like, no, there's, yeah. there's not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> those were in the right order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you got it. Yeah, it was all coming together for yeah, me. It's Jacob's turn to start one next. <laughs> I don't know what I would play. Uh, Honestly, whatever dude. you want. You don't have to. Um, we practiced uh, Spider Cowboy before. You can do that. That's one. true. I'll do Spider Cowboy. You guys wanted to hear a Twin Toaster song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of want to. Uh, no, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well, what were you thinking? Oh, no, no. I, I, what I was going to say was irrelevant. It's a, I, I'm sort of like an amateur guitarist, so it's a little bit weird with my, you know, I was talking, was I talking, were we recording while I was talking about my tuning? Uh, no, I don't think we were recording. Uh, yet, no. So Hey Rocco down. commented that, it, that it's a CNSE standard. Yeah. So I, I play a half step down and then I put a capo on the first fret. <laughs> uh, and I think it makes a little, the, the frets a little bit closer makes it a little bit easier to do some jamming but when i'm looking at y'all play and then i look down i'm on the wrong fret it like mentally messes with me so i'm trying to get over that barrier because you were like oh this is an a and then i'm like like, oh yeah play the chord play the chord (laughs) (laughs) just play the chord yeah this is just like c to f right it's just c to f and then um the chorus goes from g to f to c Oh, we got it. Let's do it. Wait a second. I should just keep going. Huh? No, no. Yeah, yeah, just, just keep, keep doing it. Uh, three or how many songs start out like that on your album? What the? Every song. Uh, every, <laughs> I, <laughs> probably every single I, uh, song. I can't. I can't keep time. Did you notice that? Yeah, I noticed yeah. it. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't <laughs> until just now, but probably all of them. Uh, I I noticed three specifically. <laughs> I was like, oh, did I skip to the next song? Not. <laughs> and it was, just, it's, isn't it totally changed? But it was the it yeah. some super raw tunes, man. Little 
little bathroom spider Climbing up the wall Don't let the wind slow you down We don't want you to fall Dear bathroom cowboy Look how cute you are You've got six shots coming To save us all Now you will make them pay For using their guns that way You will make them pay for the things that they did Yesterday bathroom cattleman hop on your horse to ride don't let the wind slow you down and hold your six shots by your side little spider cowboy with your little spider crew lead flew by as you shot the hat off that no good buckaroo now you have made them pay for using their guns that way you made them pay for the things that they did yesterday that one about? I wrote that about a little guy I saw in my bathroom. <laughs> I was about to hop in the shower. All I, He made I, you fully hop into no, the this shower. Is, no, no. That, what happened was I was, I, I literally, I, I, we'll, we'll get down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, let's do I, it. I, I took all my clothes off because that's what I do whenever I'm about to get into the shower. Yeah. Um, yeah so Not I, me, so, I'm too shy for it. Yeah, so I, so I did <laughs> that and as, as every normal person does, I decided to use the restroom before getting in the shower because I don't want to get stuck in the shower and be like, oh, I have to go. So I started... I, uh, that never stops me. Uh, you know what, man? I'm going to be honest. I, it stopped me this time. And <laughs> and um, a spider flew, like came down in front of my face and then I put my clothes on and went back to my room and wrote it. Then I got back in the shower. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So it was the water cold by the time you got back? Uh, I turned the water off, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it, it yeah, took. Oh, so you, you were like, it hit. So it, no, you so talk about shower thoughts. No, yeah. so I mean, like, like I'm not even. I wasn't. Hit you. Yeah, so I was, I was using the bathroom in a did spider. Did you sing it in the shower a little bit? No, or did I, honestly, I don't remember. I looked, I saw the spider coming from my face, and I was like, look at that cowboy go, man. Yeah. Look at that <laughs> yeah. cowboy go. <laughs> so I went back to my room, and I wrote it, and I, I, I make it sound like it just happened. I mean, I yeah. probably went back and took a shower, like, maybe an hour and a half later, or worse, too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. 
It's a good tune. It's the, the straight up cowboy spider. Yeah, there you go. You got the. It's it's an old friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, pic, I have a picture of him somewhere. Well. He he's out the single cover. Huh? He's not on the single. Oh, so if you look at it, if you go back and oh, you look yeah. at the so split, he makes so, an appearance. So he an doesn't appearance. now. He doesn't make an appearance, but him in my brain, like, like yeah. So he, <laughs> the the embodiment of him is drawn by a friend of mine who uh, lives in Augusta, and we we did a cover whenever I did that split with that band Mildew I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, they did a whole big drawing of the Spider Cowboy that made the cover. Very cool. And so there is a there is an image to it, but I also do have a picture of the man himself. How do y'all? Uh, speaking of artists for the artwork, how does how does that always work? Uh, you have like a just network for the artwork of, in general. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it with the bands more so? Or it depends. It? So Gammy and Ari had their idea of what they wanted to do. They yeah. already had a J card. Really yeah, so did Stagbrier. Stagbrier's yeah. artwork yeah. for that record was amazing. Yeah, like, and y'all are around. like, if y'all are going to work with us, we have total artistic control. Nah, mm-hmm. no, no. I mean, good. Yeah, or else like, work. So the only time we like, so your homie did your artwork. Yep, for, so, um, yeah, so okay, a friend, friend of mine, um, Turner, did the cover of the yeah. I Love You Jacob album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, featuring uh, you. Yes, featuring me on the cover. Uh, mm-hmm. Phil Collins said he always put his face on the cover so he could feel closer to the listener. That, did he so actually that say that? Yeah. that? That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's super, all of his album covers are super. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's him. Oh, yeah. No uh, well, no jacket required. It's just him like with red It's just his red face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and him just pop, sweating. Pop, 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 so, yeah. Pop, pop. Oh, yeah. Probably cool. just finished... Dubbing oh, yeah. some <laughs> drums and oh yeah, but beating down drums yeah. on drums yeah. Yeah. or dancing to Susudia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, how do you that's, not? That song absolutely fun. right. Oh, that's fun. Oh, uh, I mean, he he's one of the greats oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> drummers. I, there was something I was listening to the other day. I didn't know he was playing drums on it, and yeah. it was like the drums are incredible in this. Mm-hmm. It's like the time I found out that uh, Flea was playing on a. Uh, one of the Alanis Morissette hits. Oh, I was like, bro. this is One the, of the giant little villains. Yeah. And I was like, ah. this is the best. Uh, so it's like Taylor Hawkins on drums and, uh, gosh, I'm blanking out what song it was, but, uh, well, next time you listen to a uh, one of the jagged little pill hits, just listen to the bass, and you'll be able to tell it's flea. Oh shit! That's it. All yeah. right. I was like, "How did you?" I never noticed this. Oh yeah, that's right. I'll check that out. So that's pretty cool that you can listen to a single for like a uh, forever. Yeah. And then be like, oh, listen to the, uh, maybe I'll listen to the bass this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I'll listen to something else. Yeah, maybe good. I'll listen to something else in yeah. this. Uh, oh, the rest of the artwork too. Like most of the people have had theirs. Dear Blanca had their own. Like yeah. they, they knew what they wanted to do. That was the first one that we did with like a full like long back on it too. Yeah, that's like a three or the four like panel. A, that's a four panel J card. So yeah. yeah. Uh, one of them that we had to do for the band, Sorry Mom, though. Love they, Sorry Mom. Oh love my Sorry goodness. Mom to death. All they sent us was a hand-drawn picture of Zach uh, like, a, like, they, like a piece of like notebook paper. Yeah, they sent, they sent us, they were like, they're like, this is what we're thinking. And it was a, uh, like a drawing of, um, it, also fantastic album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Juno Goes to the Big they're, House they're, plus they're, the other singles. The like if you get dope. the chance to listen to Sorry Mom from New York, they are absolutely amazing. Yeah, they rip. So um, this, there's a couple of Sorry Mom releases that have like tons of like sales on Bandcamp. Oh yeah, it's not like a secret. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry. if you're listening and don't know Sorry Mom, you're the one who's been missing out. Yeah, yeah you've been missing yeah. out, and I don't know what you're doing, but because you know, other people it. have found out already. Oh yeah, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. 
And if you haven't heard, I fucked your mom. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, if you have not heard that song, that song second, that song first or second song on there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have heard it so many times. Dude, the Sorry Mom release. So when y'all dub oh. the uh, y'all dub the tapes, you hear them on repeat. Oh, so I got uh, I got to sit so up for this one. Not not do what? <laughs> I said I got to sit up for this oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> so not really. We'll like dub. Like we'll listen through the first few and like. But Sorry Mom was different because we we had a different dubber at those. So the first okay. like, couple runs that we did, yes, we had to basically almost listen through every single tape. <laughs> yeah, well, with Sorry Mom, we did. Uh, that was week. I wouldn't say we bit off more than we can chew because we did it and we got it done on time. Yeah. Um, but we did, what was it, we did 25 tapes for our colored run because we do an exclusive color run of our own for every, to help us be able to make tapes. Yeah. Um, and then we did uh, well, at least 100, I think, for them. Uh-huh. Um, and that's a big run. Tapes. It was, yeah, it yeah. was, it was our third run we ever did. And we kind of were just like, screw it. Let's just do it. Yeah. Um, and we were working some with basically for our first three runs, we were working with super archaic, like, uh, duplicators that came out of old churches yeah. for sermons. Oh, um, nice. So, like, the thing yeah. it was, it, the, the first one we used was a Kingdom One Touch. That's just Bless what it's called. Tapes. But it just says yeah. Kingdom and it has big a little, it. it has a big cross <laughs> wow. and it just has like a little dove over the T. <laughs> this <laughs> is funny as shit. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, with that, is it, it dubbed at 16 times the speed. It was super fast. Yeah. But the quality was always atrocious. But when it was good, it was really good. So, we would like have to, we would be like, Literally, like, checking. So I was like, oh, well, double one is working really good right now. Let's just keep pumping yeah. them out of one, keep pumping them out of yeah, four. Because that's four slots. Yeah. Uh, so so it, we would have to mark which ones were the good ones that yeah. time um, around when we were using it. Because it would switch every time. We'd be like, oh, three is working really well this right. time. So let's just dub off of three right. for a while. And we've gotten, like, a lot. We have, like, actually, like, the <laughs> duplicator that we have now. Um, I got out of a um, an old uh, well, I, th- I got it on eBay, but it was from an old audio engineer who passed away who uh-huh. had duplicates of all of his equipment. So we Smart. got a new inbox duplicator from the late nineties, which cool. is, I mean, one of the later ones they ever made. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's perfect for us. I mean, we very, very, very rarely have any issues with dubs, but for that, sorry, mom run, we probably, of the <laughs> of the hundred tapes, I would say we at least listened to sixty of them all the way through. Yes, <laughs> and that's a like thirty minute tape. Yeah, mm. so we like an unbelievable amount of our like I know those songs like the back of my hand. Yeah. It I is think, so much uh, fun. Those you, are a little bit. They have a little bit more flavor though. I you can probably that. hear I a sermon in the that. background. Uh, yeah, a, well, <laughs> a lot yeah. of self help <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. We, we've had some runoffs. Um, like <laughs> a couple of times on the first one we were doing on 16, you could just almost hear the other side of the tape playing yep. at the same time. Oh, really? So you would dub yeah. on the side and then basically oh, just man. hear the beat side running on the other side. Good it times. Was, it was... <laughs> yeah, man. That, those were, the, those were yeah. the dark days, but they yeah. were the young days. And yeah, that was, that was like our third <laughs> run, I think. I think Sorry yeah, Mom. Yeah, that Sorry Mom was our... Yeah, we just went ahead and took on 100 tapes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was our third run. And also, I believe our last run with that archaic dubbing machine yeah i think so yeah. i think we did three and then we were did like get rid of it we uh, i still we I still have it okay yeah. if you throw it away you're haunted no i am yeah, dude no, never no. in a million dude the amount of well anyway i won't get into you, that you gotta but, you, you should record <laughs> like a self-help tape on that yeah dude just record and just dub all my all my like i don't know if i can yep. really give a whole lot of advice on self-help but we can do it like that hockey dude and oh like dude yeah, yeah that guy's you know, awesome you know old time hockey is uh-uh. so he's this dude on tiktok but he's this really 
like gnarly dude that like just lives out in the woods, like I guess out in Canada or something yeah. like that. But he does like homemade recipes. Oh, the, like yeah, wait, is know. he cooking on like a stump? Yep, uh-huh. <laughs> I've seen that guy cooking yeah. on a stump. He's got the big like mustache. Yeah, yeah. Here you go, buddy. Yeah, so he put. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's fantastic. Yeah, he, so he put he, a tape out. He put a tape out. What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's just him reading his grandfather's diaries. Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. <laughs> and it's, it's amazing. Badass. I have it. Yeah, yeah. it's. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's the most zen thing you'll ever listen to. So yeah. that, that reminds me of, uh, so that tape is one of the strangest things I've heard. Uh, and then there was another one that I saw, I think maybe y'all talking about on a forum online. Um, it's possible, but... Gosh, what was the tape? I don't know. Is it just a... Y'all talk for a second while I Google this. Well, one thing <laughs> you're getting into like weird recordings with tapes and stuff is tapes are one of the only mediums that throughout the ages that they've been around have been acceptable. Like anyone can do it with like a cable or two. Mm-hmm. You know, anyone can dub onto a cassette tape. I mean, maybe not in mass, yeah. but like onto like one tape. So like I know Keegan has some like super wild like answering machine recordings of like like i know for a fact keegan has a tape that we found at goodwill together that has a police responder on it yeah like talking it's like a police officer talking through his car and it's, it's a record, dispatch. Or, or a dispatch yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking through to people and it's like he's getting really fed up and it's really funny and um i don't know so you this could, is the uh, next midwest emo album. <laughs> dude right yeah. i'm talking oh. about the the peeps the pe- oh dude how did you find the peeps tape Oh, I'm a and it's internet sleuth. I told you. Oh yeah, God. dude. That's I can the be in the, I can be in Taylor Swift's FBI if so, they needed me. So fun for so that? well but no, I, I so I was talking indie, about this. I fight for indie rock. So oh, yeah. let's look over let's <laughs> look over at this and I'm gonna tell you the story behind the peeps tape. So the peeps tape does and does not exist. Wait, this isn't real? So the the peeps taste tape does not exist, but it does exist. So basically peeps when they would do advertisements for radio. They would send out recordings on cassettes and stuff like that to these radio hosts and stuff like that so that they could play the peeps ads. Mm-hmm. And they would all have super wacky artwork and other things like that. And that right there is a compilation of the different pieces of those tapes put together that I made. When the you desire for know. Mallow. Yeah, that whole that I, I made I made that artwork. I made I must that. insist. Upon peeps. <laughs> yeah, so this right here, this is an artwork that I made for fun. This is the first you time made I've this. ever seen So this. I, I made this artwork, but the, the idea was that I was going to recreate one of the peeps tapes. Yeah, oh, this, this is so good. Yeah, I'll yeah. be honest with you, David. This is news to me. This, I haven't seen this. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> dude, I can't believe, dude. Look, I, here, this is a true story right here. Look, I made this thing in one day, hanging out at my house. And I posted, I was like, hey, should I, I, I was just thinking about, I was like, maybe I'll do like a little small, this is not far from Curly Blue. Yeah. 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 So it was like, I was doing all kinds this of stuff. July 2022. Yeah. And I yeah. was basically, oh my God. Okay. This is wow, bizarre. This is right around Curly Dude, Blue. where are you? This is, this is odd. The internet's a public place. But so. I was, <laughs> God dang. Um, basically. you got it so fast. <laughs> here, let me see what this is real quick. It's yeah, like two dude. seconds later. I'm looking at artwork I made years ago. Um, but yeah, basically the, I was going to recreate a peeps tape that existed because you could find I, I'm not sure where I found I think it might have been like the internet archive or something like that you could find the old recordings and stuff from yeah, them yeah. and I was just going to remake them for fun and make like two of them and uh, yeah but I'm glad to hear that it passes official 
Peeps merchandise. I should, it they, looks real. Like, honestly, they, they I need to. I, I want to drop an Easter Peeps. Hey, I mean, oh, dude, I'll do it. Yeah, we should literally do it. Oh, I will egg. literally. You got I the have colors, <laughs> the yellow, the pink. And I have everything? I have all the files and vectors from that artwork on my yeah, computer we should, somewhere. We should drop an Easter egg on. I am a hundred percent down for that. But yeah, that's the uh, that's that's one of the first tape designs I ever made. That's amazing. Uh, I didn't even know about that. That's wild. So I'm gonna let y'all go, but I have to tell you what. So you you talk about. What side of TikTok? Are you on TikTok? I am not on TikTok. You're on TikTok uh, a little no, bit? I just see it on Reels. Just, so, yeah. Uh, okay, I see okay. Reels, so basically the same thing. I uh, I got into um, The Blower. The what? I think his name is... Uh, Explain uh, that. All right. Yeah, I have to because <laughs> he showed me how to... Uh, the most efficient ways to blow the leaves in my yard. Oh wow! <laughs> and he is an artist. He is like you got to start from the corner, and then you focus on the corner, and then you do a swoop motion. Oh snap! And oh, then you, mm. and then he does it, and then he goes full speed. I'm gonna you need you to, to send me this. Yeah, please send me this. Um, I blow a lot I of hope leaves. I saved it. Yeah, so uh, he's he's a leaf leaf blower artist. Okay, not an artist, craftsman, but an artist, but an artist. Yeah. <laughs> I think he takes it to another level. Like you said, if it leaves you with questions. It leaves you with questions. Then it's art. It's art. (laughs) 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 Makes it art. And Weezer is good. Jimmy World is good. And so is Corn. Yeah. They're they're all good. And Alex G. And Alex G. Love some Alex G. There you go. Yeah. Don't do, don't go to his show. So you'll be the youngest person there. <laughs> Not you, Jacob. But you're fine. <laughs> I forget that Jacob's like. Well, but no, no, no. But uh, <laughs> I feel like it's my duty as an older uh, indie guy to go to shows. Right. So oh, to yeah. make it to sort of open it up for uh, my age group. So Fair yeah. <laughs> we have already passed the age recently of the elder emos. Yeah. You know, like elder emos. I remember like kind of 2018, 2019, 2017. Even uh-huh. like that kind of term was being used and thrown a lot around at shows but yeah really elder indie or whatever you would call it mm-hmm. those are the folks who are now going to be pushing the handing the torch over at these shows oh yeah they're gonna like they're gonna like wednesday shows exactly Dude, like wednesday yeah. is so good. Really good if, if you i would say anyone who hasn't listened to to wednesday oh my god listen I, to, I stop to, turn, uh, turn this off listen to wednesday record from this i year. went to uh drip this morning and they were playing um it's just always so weird to hear like local music, right? In, like a lot of the places, uh, and they're playing NJ Linderman, which is oh really uh, <laughs> that new album, which I'm obsessed with. That's and, fun. I haven't uh, listened to it yet. Oh shit! You're yeah. gonna if you love Wednesday, yeah, uh, yeah, he's yeah. friends with them all. It's yeah. they're on the same sort of grid, uh, and it's not as it's as it's all as good. It's just different. Right. Uh, the guitarist for Wednesday is sort of uh, he's uh, incredible. Uh, I've heard her on podcasts, and she just talks about how great he is. Uh, yeah, and I don't know much about him other than uh, from what she said. But cool. Well, yeah, um, Wednesday. Though. Also, you got to play a song. Me and Jacob did one. Oh yeah, guitar. dude, you got to play yeah. a song. <laughs> no, 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 I'm no, not playing one. Podcast, you got to play a song. I've never. I, but well, then I, you got to write the jingle. Uh, <laughs> for, for you got to write the jingle for your podcast. <laughs> See, now I'm thrown off because you have a capo and I don't. Uh, that was one I was working on earlier. Oh, today. yeah, that's a banger, dude. 
but I don't really play for people. No, that's but seriously, that's that's a sick little uh, riffy out there. Oh, yeah. mm. I, and then I, I, can't, I bring in Discord as my favorite. Oh, Ooh, shit. Yeah, it's spotty it right there. there. Like that's that. gorgeous. That's good. I like I, that. I, I keep accidentally looking past you yeah. and seeing this, this peeps tape from Reddit. That one's, that one's as good as the cowboy chord. I love the, this one. Ooh, that's, uh, that's gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of tunes, but oh, but yeah. I don't play them. But if y'all want to play another one, we'll play it. <laughs> All right, cool. Jacob, you got anything you want to play? Um, off the top of my head, I don't. <laughs> uh, y'all can get up there. Yeah, I no can. one, no one had to stop us from, from going anywhere. Go near ahead, you, had, you had that uh, now. Go ahead. I'm, I'm just gonna follow uh, in on that. <laughs> don't tease us like that. <laughs> Yeah, play. that's the solo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all won't play wagon wheel. <laughs> uh, there it is. Uh, I didn't even play wagon wheel right on the first time. Do I? <laughs> I don't even know wagon wheel anymore. You don't? I no, I do. I don't. I, I, I try to say forget those it. Chords, I don't think I ever leave you. <laughs> I have a actual question for you. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to ask you this recently of the last, like, well, I guess this year or last year or both, like since COVID really, mm-hmm. what has been some of your favorite shows that you've been to since like the resurgence of different Dude, types of music I in Columbia? Uh, I've sort of struggled, uh, getting back into live music. Yeah. For um, sure. in a lot of ways, even when I go to shows that like where I like the bands and everything, I, I haven't, uh. I haven't figured out how to enjoy them as much. Right. For real? Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying, I'm, I'm, that's something I'm dealing with yeah. personally. No, yeah. That's hard. That's it's hard. hard. It's hard. Uh, yeah, it, it took me a while yeah. to like music again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just in general too. I yeah. did, I got really burned out on it. And, um, I think I got burned out on the fact that I was trying to listen critically to everything. Right. And not just enjoying it. Enjoying the moment. So, I would say it's been weird to look back on it because the last few years I've just really gone back into the bread and butter of what I like. Right. Yeah. And that's a lot of uh, stuff from my high school yeah. era. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of Oasis. It's a lot of Weezer. It's a lot of old Radiohead. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of Tom Petty. It's a lot right. of Smashing Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Uh and listening through back through all that has made me excited about music again. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. You had to you had to go back to get back in. I had to go go back to get back in because it's almost like I got so far down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. I had to get out of it and uh figure out what I liked about music and uh honestly the uh what I like about music is it brings back, it adds to memories. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So you remember a night at New Brooklyn, uh, just in general, and then having, being out somewhere and hearing a brand new song. Say you saw a brand new show or uh, new or newfound glory or whoever. When you're out 
like 10 years later and you New Found Glory comes on and it takes you back to like right. that night. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Or like uh, that car ride where, you know, you hear. I still remember the first time I heard Champagne Supernova. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, which yeah. is weird. Yeah. And uh, I think about that a lot, especially with the sampler. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I sort of take a lot of responsibility or feel a lot of responsibility when I uh, share music with CNSC mm-hmm. because. I mean, the ultimate goal is for somebody to hear a local song oh, and yeah. have that connection. I mean, that's and how, it's so hard. It's yeah. so difficult. Yeah, I mean, you're one of the reasons why I got into a lot of the South Carolina bands I was into. Yeah, like, you know, I've been, you know, I grew up here, so like, uh, CNSC really meant a lot to me, especially around like when did you start? Two thousand seven, two thousand eight, yeah, two thousand eight, yeah, yeah. So like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, this first couple of samplers you did were like really fucking important to me. Yeah. Because, like, Thank I was you. like, oh, shit, it's got, like, all Get Out, like, all my favorite bands. Yeah, like, yeah. I found a lot of great bands on there. Like, you know, uh, people, like, uh, uh, first time I ever heard Stagbrier. Mm, yeah. was on yeah. a sampler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first time I ever heard the Rejection Ears. Mm, yeah. was on a sampler. Yeah. yeah. Get uh, so mad. Really, yeah, it was so much fun watching them play that the other night. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, that took me back. Like, you're talking about, like, songs taking you back. Yeah. Like, I remember hearing them do that back in, like, 2010. Opening for like all get out. Yeah, <laughs> that's bizarre. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Another thing, like honestly, I, I don't think I've ever told you this, but every single band I have ever been in, ever, has submitted a song to the sampler. Did I, uh, Twin Toasters. I Twin, so Twin Toasters is the only to be accepted. Yeah. But when <laughs> yeah. Twin Toasters was accepted, that was a big thing for me. I was like, wow, this uh, is awesome. This is super rad because every single band I'd ever been in. Had submitted songs. There's a, I like it when bands uh, I I cut band cut bands from and then they submit again. Yeah. yeah. Then uh, it's like the first or second song. Yeah. I'm like because I guess it's my subtle way of I never want to discourage anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the scariest part about it all. Is it? Yeah. Like, my my biggest fear is cutting someone and then they're like, oh, I'm not going to play music anymore. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, that's a real... Because that's how... I, that's Honestly, that's how I might be. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, I'd be like, fuck you, I'm never dealing with this again. Yeah, I don't like, take rejection well. So. Yeah, I don't take rejection well. <laughs> and especially when it's something I create. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think that, that that gives me a lot of hope when uh, people are like... I, I, I usually try to... I don't know if I did it with you, but I usually try to be like, just keep working. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, I don't know. It's been it's so It's around long. the corner. Yeah. Do you have yeah. access to any of those emails? I keep everything, but oh, yeah. also, Dude, I'm be honest, I cringe you, hard dude, looking back on myself. If you ever see any miles off, you'll cringe pretty hard, but also, you probably have the only recordings that currently oh, yeah, exist yeah, yeah, of yeah. those songs, because those computers don't exist anymore. So, I uh, I worked at the <laughs> coffee shop uh, in Columbia, and I did print everybody's flyers oh, for, really? yep. for uh, the longest time. So, from 2006 or on about mm-hmm. uh, that's how I was meeting bands they were like uh, printing flyers with oh, me. everybody so would come to me like print flyers so I'd okay. literally that's, meet mm-hmm. like somebody from the band yeah. and I would save the flyer onto my hard drive oh nice yeah uh, so a like... lot of people didn't have don't have their own flyers yeah, they would send them to me or bring them in on a USB stick and I'd print them but I'd always just archive them yeah mm-hmm. uh, so I just have the weirdest new Brooklyn Tavern 
like, like the oh, some no. everybody has like listings of the shows or like a calendar, mm-hmm. and I have like the terrible uh, of the era. Yeah, and they got really bad for a while. Oh uh, yeah, flyers uh, said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, graphic design hadn't caught up. Yeah, yeah. I yep. Get that. Yeah, it was just I, a weird <laughs> time. Like your the computers, they couldn't like. Mm-hmm. And the, the the only ones that really stand test time are always the hand drawn ones. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Where I would thought you were going to go when uh, the band said they 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 sent in uh, the the hand drawn hand drawn. Oh, no. oh yeah, so we had to copy it yeah. by hand. Yeah. Well, we it's redrawn every the same design they gave us. We just put a background on yeah, it. We, we we had to do a lot of editing to get it there, but yeah, we got it there. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about stuff that didn't date well? I still have like an old Sequoia Prep School ticker with like a Native American on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, not not the greatest dated thing, but you know, like it worked for that time. We we learned really, a lot. Yeah, about uh, a culture appropriation. Yeah, there yeah. That's not something we were taught in elementary school. No, not at all. No, it's definitely not something I learned at a private school. It's not. In South Carolina. Yeah, it's not something we uh, we learned about until the internet told us. Nah. Don't be doing that kind of yeah. stuff. And we're like, oh, word. Yeah. I wish somebody would told me before I did it. Yeah. Going to a liberal <laughs> college, yeah, kind of knocked that into me, too. Yeah. And like, yeah. oh, okay. You just can't say some of the things that I grew up learning that it's okay to say. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah. And, but then you're from like Indian land, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're from Indian land, South Carolina, where yeah. uh, there's tomahawks and everything. <sighs> yeah. The Catawba <laughs> Indians rule. Yep. Which is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, but no, there's there's the South is a weird place. Oh god, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not as weird as Southern California. Y'all are <laughs> weird in different ways. Just, yeah. different weird. SoCal weirdos. <laughs> Out there gleaming the cube. Gleaming the cube. <laughs> All right. Oh. We'll uh we'll sign off for the night. All right, cool. And uh I'll see y'all next time. See Hell you yeah. next time, man. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm.